production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 2nd of August. Major parts of southeast Queensland are now in lockdown, with the state enforcing its toughest restrictions yet after a concerning spike in COVID cases over the weekend. Yesterday, Queensland confirmed nine new cases, all linked to the Indrapilly cluster. Health authorities aren't sure how a 17-year-old school student who's at the centre of this latest outbreak contracted COVID, but they have confirmed it is the highly contagious Delta strain and the cluster is now spread across a number of suburbs, including at least five schools. Chief Health Officer in Queensland, Dr Jeanette Young, says genomic sequencing has linked the origin of this latest cluster to two people returning from overseas. But there is a missing link and so she's urging everyone to get tested. In the Sunshine Coast, please, it is particularly important that you come forward because I suspect that's where this outbreak started and then has reached a critical level where it started to escalate and we've picked up at the escalation point but I still think there will be cases there in the Sunshine Coast that we don't know about and if we don't find them they will continue to spread. Meantime, in Sydney, 12 residents from an aged care facility have been taken to hospital as a precaution overnight after they contracted COVID. The home is now in lockdown after a female staff member worked while unknowingly infectious to COVID last week. It's believed 80% of the 65 residents at the Summerhill facility have been vaccinated. It comes as New South Wales recorded another spike in COVID cases yesterday. 239 new infections were recorded across Greater Sydney yesterday, with more than 60 of those infectious in the community. But that number could jump with another 98 cases under investigation to see if they were in isolation. More than 220 people are now in hospital with COVID, 54 are in intensive care and 25 are on a ventilator. New South South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian says the only way the state can get out of lockdown is when we see better vaccination rates, especially this month. We had over 82,000 people get vaccinated in one day alone in New South Wales. Now at that rate we're vaccinating about half a million people per week, but we want to do more, we want to go faster. Whether it's the target of 70% or 80%, we know once we hit those targets life will be very different for us. We don't want to be in a situation where we're going in and out of lockdowns and certainly in New South Wales our aim is to get out of this one as quickly as we can. Let August be the month where we break records. In other news this morning, Australia's rental crisis is now hitting our nation's essential workers with pressure mounting for more to be done. The findings come from a national campaign against homelessness called Everybody's Home and they are pushing for an expansion of social and affordable housing. Spokesperson Kate Colvin says our pandemic heroes are being left behind. Rents are most expensive in a lot of the coastal areas, particularly on the east coast and in some of the capital cities. So You have to work, if you're a um, low-paid worker, more than half the week just to pay rent in the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, in Canberra, Sydney, Darwin, 
And Australia has recorded its greatest Olympic day ever with gold in the pool, the BMX track and on the water at the Tokyo Games. Swimming sensation Emma McKeon headlined the historic day, becoming the most decorated Australian Olympian of all time after winning the gold in the 50 metre free and the 4 by 100 metre relay. And we'll have more on our golden day at the Games with Brett coming up shortly in sport. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground and we return to New South Wales where the Army will be hitting the streets of Sydney today to crack down on compliance with growing COVID numbers and concerns that people are still not doing the right thing. Troops will door knock homes of people who've tested positive to COVID as well as close contacts to make sure they're isolating as the Delta outbreak continues to worsen across Greater Sydney. Our reporter Siobhan Caulfield has more. Yeah, Tash, the ADF has accepted a request for six weeks of assistance, providing 300 troops for door knocking and logistical support. Households and workplaces are still the main reasons the virus is continuing to spread. But the extra support hasn't been met with all positivity. Fairfield resident Nasli Hokaglu has told the project they are concerned. They're uncertain as to why the additional patrols are needed. And they're really just starting to struggle with the extra restrictions that are in place. Um, But I do know that our community is, is resilient and I can see that everyone is doing the right thing. To Victoria now, and there are concerns the struggling tourism industry will take at least five years to recoup its losses from the pandemic. While some regional businesses in the state are doing well, many around Melbourne CBD are facing financial ruin. Our reporter James Lake has more from Melbourne. It's certainly unbalanced, Tash, and that is where lots of the pain has come from. Regional businesses have also been boosted by millions of dollars worth of tourism vouchers, which were not redeemable at metro businesses. Domestic overnight spending by visitors to Melbourne was down 83%. For regional areas, that fell only 35%. Overall, tourism spending in Victoria has hit a 20-year low, down 69% to just under $10 billion over the past year. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now, Australian stocks reached record territory last week, but share markets could be threatened by the Delta variant. Yeah, that's the concern with Japan, Thailand, Malaysia and Vietnam setting daily records for infections, with Britain and Australia struggling to beat the new strain. Vaccination should trump the virus, but jab rates are still low in many countries, and this could eventually spook stock markets. Despite these concerns, the futures expect our market to open 37 points higher today. And Peter, shareholders are likely to be given $30 billion this year from none other than the banks. Is this true? (laughs) <laughs> Believe it or not, it is true. Last year, banks were battening down their hatches as a part of the government's economic rescue plan. But the bounce back of the economy has surprised even the banks. This has left them with more profit and capital than they expected. So bigger dividends and share buybacks will mean bank shareholders are in for a bonanza. Both NAB and ANZ have already announced buybacks and CBA is expected to do so as well pretty soon. And Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, Peter, face another challenge to their elevated high prices, the tax man. Yeah, the US Congress wants its tax office, the Inland Revenue Service, to make cryptocurrency traders report all transactions. In a bill before Congress, all businesses with cryptocurrency deals over $10,000 will have to be reported. This is expected to raise a cool $28 
billion and hurt cryptocurrency prices. $28 billion would be nice, wouldn't it, Peter? It sure would be, but usually it goes to much bigger people than you and me. <laughs> Peter, thank you. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, my gosh, what a sensational weekend in sport, of course, starting off in Tokyo where there was an historic day for our Olympic team. Good morning, Tasha. Gosh, where do we start? As you said, the most successful day in Olympic history for our Australian team. Four gold medals. Emma McKeon getting gold in the 50 freestyle, backed up in the medley relay. Then Logan from Logan. What a great story. Uh, Logan Martin in the BMX, 27 years of age. Family built him a skate park in his backyard. His neighbours weren't too happy about that, but I reckon no <laughs> doubt they'll be celebrating that this morning. Then Sailor Matt Wern uh, topped the podium as well. Now the Kookaburras are through to the hockey semi-finals. They beat Holland in a, a dramatic penalty shootout yesterday. Yeah, unbelievable scenes on seven there. The Hockey Roos play India in their quarterfinal this afternoon. That's underway 1pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. We've got the Matildas tonight against Sweden in the semi-finals. We actually lost to them in the group stage, so hopefully a bit of revenge tonight. Now, uh, speaking of soccer, Italy won the Euros. They're now bragging about the athletics last night. They had Lamont Marcel Jacobs becoming the first Italian not only into the final but to win the 100-metre sprint. Bit of a shock result, that one. And then he ran into his high jumper, Gian Marco Tamberi, who had just shared uh, that result with a, a high jumper from Qatar. That's the first time in 109 years we've had two people share a gold medal. They ran into each other at the end of the track. A big hug. Brandon Stark finishing fifth in that event. Such great TV and well done to all the Aussies' outstanding efforts at the Games. Also making news today, Brett, the race for the top eight is wide open after some thrilling games yesterday. Yeah, in the AFL, unbelievable uh, some of the results we saw yesterday. It was a jam-packed schedule because the games, the three games that were postponed in Queensland had to be shifted to other venues yesterday. We'll start with the Dockers. They own eight spot this morning. They beat the Tigers by four points, replacing the Giants, who fell 27 points short against Port Adelaide. The Bombers, they've dropped to 10th after a seven-point loss to the Swans. Their coach, Ben Rutten, says turnovers cost them big time. I don't think we're at our best and we weren't playing the, the brand of footy that I think we've you know, started to um, develop over the majority of the season so far. And some concern for uh, Giants midfielder Jacob Hopper, Tash, sent to hospital a, a nasty incident. He was trying to smother the ball, got kicked in the head, uh, was taken to hospital, but he's been cleared of uh, neck and jaw injury. So looks like he'll be okay. Yeah, hope he is okay, Brett. And a similar story in the NRL. Take us through the results from Sunday. They managed to dodge all the COVID restrictions too in Queensland. Yeah, somehow. Uh, Peter Volandi's working miracles again. South Sydney, uh, eight wins in a row now, uh, thrashing the Dragons 50 points to 14. As we know, St George miss- missing a number of stars due to those barbecue bans. But to Wayne Bennett only rates that performance a 6 out of 10. Oh, about the same. Oh, I was a bit all over the place. Some really good footy and some ordinary stuff and then some really good football. Now, St George have slipped out of the top eight. That's their third loss in a row. The Raiders have eight spot at the moment. And the Storm, big win over the Panthers yesterday. So Souths and the Panthers are now equal on points. Uh, So potentially South Sydney could jump up to second spot. The Panthers really need to get some of their stars back as well. It's exhausting. Such a big weekend in sport. Hope you're okay, Brett. Thanks, Tash. And Belgian actor and retired martial artist Jean-Claude Van Damme has unknowingly helped a multi-million dollar jewellery heist. 
Police in France say CCTV footage shows a man stealing almost $5 million worth of rare jewels from a high-end jewellery store at Knife Point before riding off on a scooter. But when it came time for witnesses to identify the alleged robber, many were unable to give a description as they were distracted by Van Damme, who was trying on a few frames at a nearby optometrist. Two suspects have since been arrested. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.